sounds good, don't it? I think so. You know you like this music. You know you're waiting on this music. And you also know that you've been waiting on the return of my other half. The the man that makes the new duo that is Weekly Games Chat. That man, that man, his name is John. John. What is going on, world? <laughs> Almost, uh, my pants are rising. <laughs> Things are happening. <laughs> Tell me more about that. Yeah, I, I can't stand up now and go into anywhere in my home because people would look at me. Funny. Talk slower. <laughs> so I'm excited. What happened? <laughs> How's it going, my friend? Good to hear your voice. I'm doing very well. Doing very well. I, uh, it's really great podcasting without pants on. <laughs> I think that's I think that's the way to go. So when this stuff starts getting back to normal, and maybe with the new space, you coming over to the house, don't be surprised if I'm. I look a little different. Just just go with it. Just just putting that out there, huh? Just putting it out there. <laughs> yeah. But what um, are you up to? What is it? Uh, <sighs> I haven't uh, I haven't seen you since your birthday. Yeah, I, I I vaguely dropped that in last last uh, last week during the show where I uh, I said, oh yeah, by the way, since the last time we talked, you know, I'm a year older. But John John and Chris actually, my my wife, you know, uh... <laughs> she planned for the boys uh, and my friends and folk to come over and uh, say, you know, surprise me. And John was one of the the several that showed up. So th- and it was real funny because you could tell he did not like being out in, amidst <laughs> the possible coronavirus, but he was there. And well, Chris's, uh, Chris's um, reservation was contagious. He was, he started off looking uncomfortable and it just sort of rubbed off on me. Um, so that's probably, <laughs> that's probably why. And plus Chris was one of the few people I knew. <laughs> yeah, that, this is true. I don't, I don't know your friends. <laughs> there was a smorgasbord, or is it Borg or board? Smorgasbord, board. board? Smorgasbord. Okay, I'm dumb. Um, okay. Of of there was a smorgasbord of friends there, and uh, but it, it felt really good. The wife was trying to, she she played it off, where we were out and about, and and we had to go into the store, and uh, <clears throat> once we. We get in line. We get a text from somebody who was who was part of the the thing, and uh, <laughs> turns out it was it was a thing about them already waiting at my old residency. Because you guys know I I'm a recent homeowner. I have put that out there, and I come around a corner. I'm kind of furious, but not in a like I'm mad at somebody way, but mad because I was already in line. And I was on a motorcycle and I was, I was confused as to what was going on. But when I turned the corner to the old house, they were lined up um, and it was a very cool thing. But they didn't know I was on a motorcycle. So I come by with my hand up like I'm a champion. And it takes a couple <laughs> of folks to realize for a minute that's me. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, initially you kept driving on by and you didn't come back for like five minutes. Yeah. I don't know what you were doing. Well, there was a couple cars coming and I didn't want to try to I didn't want to wreck trying to do a u-turn real quick uh so i thought this this turnaround area we have was way closer than it was it was not 
So I'm trying to hurry through there, and, and I actually did kind of slip on a little dirt. I was like, oh, that'd be hilarious. So I headed back, and um, yeah, there we were. There's everybody. Everybody was there. And and part of my gift was was my friends giving throwing some money in on a on a a gift card type situation uh where you know if they if they donated they were able to virtually sign the card and john's john's remark had the card somewhere it was basically just buy the the damn thing already (laughs) (laughs) and he's he's referring to the uh the computer i've been trying to build well little does john know that as we sit here today, three components have been ordered already. It is in process. And that what do we was, got so far? So, so far I've ordered a case, yes. one of two storage components, and uh, RAM. Uh, and, okay. And so those are the three that I was able to quickly get uh, last night. And um, it sucks because every time, and I was, I was joking about this to John before the show, actually at work today, I literally have had things in my cart to buy. And then as I go to buy them, I get updated that they're selling out that fast. And John, remember you told me, yeah, it just seems very hard to, to basically buy anything right now. Yeah. I'm wondering if any of our audiences had any experience with that. It just seems like I'm reading and hearing about problems with ordering parts during this time, which, you know, yeah. First world problems, like I said earlier, but (laughs) it's still, uh, Still seems a little frustrating. Just get the stuff, Sean. Yeah, it's it's it. it's going it's going down for real. Uh, and I want to apologize to the listeners. Now I'm using it. It's a new device to me, but it's a it's a device this podcast has used before. It's the mixer we're using. John is of course coming through Discord. I'm sitting at the house, and before the show, I thought I needed all this these applications and software to record through the um, GarageBand. And come to find out, I get on the phone with Chris and he's like, well, you're using a USB mixer. You should be able just to select that and be good to go. So we did some testing and lo and behold, here we go. You're hearing both of us and I don't need all the things that I thought I needed, which is hilarious. But Sean, um, back to your birthday. Speaking of that, I saw images on Facebook later in that evening where, um, some of your crew just sort of did this. Uh, and, and ladies and gentlemen, Facebook is the old person's social media, in case you didn't know. But I saw this like tailgating type of experience. And I'm, think, I'm thinking, huh, that would have been fun. <laughs> yeah, we, you guys kind of caught out because, you know, we were, we were all hanging out and talking. And, and when, you're yeah. the, when you're the center of attention, you know, I don't like necessarily being the center of attention, especially when everybody I care about is in a room because I have to make sure I do my best to talk to everybody. And if you get caught up talking to one person for too long, the other, you, you know, it's just a thing. And, uh, yeah. but I think you guys were kind of just ready to go anyway. You were out and about in the Corona atmosphere. It was funny too. <laughs> sidetrack really quick. Do you remember we're standing there and a sheriff comes by and we think at that moment we're fixing to go either get a ticket or go to jail because, the sanctions weren't lifted. There shouldn't have been more than 10 people together in, in Alabama. Yet there we stood as he turned the corner. Do you remember that? I, I guess I didn't notice that, but I would have taken care of that. <laughs> you got people, <laughs> you know, things. Uh, this is a, this is a, uh, this is an audit officer. What's your name? And, what's your name and badge number? <laughs> you imagine he gives you the look 
Oh man, uh, did you finish Ozark? By the way, I did. Yes. Dude, all right. So <clears throat> one of the last few episodes, because you brought up what you would say that uh, to that officer, how good was Wendy Bird in that in that parking lot of that uh, kind of fake looking Walmart? That was amazing. Yeah, that was. Uh, sorry, that no, that probably peaked. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was a really. Uh, good scene and, and you know about the show in general my my wife while she's your reading wife or, or playing animal crossing or whatever she'll she'll look up every once in a while and go i, f- I forgot the character's name um uh ruth ruth ruthie. yeah yeah ruth. ruthie which ruthie's my favorite character on that show because she's just so she's smart and dangerous and just a sassy ball of fun uh, she's just a fun character to watch on the show and every time she'd talk <clears throat> Clarissa would look up and go I love her <laughs> She she's quite amazing and I, I'm drawing a blank there was a show I watched recently where Ruthie's on it but she's and I, she's on I saw her on she was one of the characters on that miniseries I watched Waco yes yes that's, it, yes, that's it where I, you or win. she shows up on screen and I go, Oh, here we go. But she's but then she, she just she's just she's just doing it straight. I, I wonder because I think that was sort of recent in comparison to, you know, maybe like when Ozark started season one. I wonder right. if she was found from that Waco miniseries from the guy, you know, from uh from Bateman and him starting Ozark and all that. You gotta wonder, yeah, I, you know? I can imagine. But watching Ozark, you just think that the character, the actress that plays Ruthie she just makes it seem like she shows up and plays herself. <laughs> so, so when I saw her in Waco, I was like, oh, so she's like normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she had a normal, what do you call it, like accent. She she was nice. She seemed caring. And, you know, um, she was a really good character in that show, too. That and that show was, I didn't, I, I remember you, did I already tell you that I watched it? I can't remember. It's been, it's been, it's power. Yeah, my. Since, but so. one uh, one show I've been watching um, on Netflix, I I got into it I think Friday night, uh, and I've kind of been burning through it. Uh, the Last Kingdom on Netflix is really good, and it's it takes place during like the the time period in in early English history where the Danes are invading um, what would eventually become England. It's I kind of got into it because of uh, the setting of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So it, takes place, so it takes place around that time. It features Alfred the Great, who's right. going to be in the game. Um, it's it's like a, it's 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 kind of right up my alley. Plus, it's based on the books that I haven't read by Bernard Cornwell, that 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 author. But I think you would really like it, Sean. I think you would dig it. What book did I? I just bought my mama book. I was going to see if you knew the guy. I pull up my, I pull up the Insta real quick, John. Pull it up. Pull up the Insta. Let's see. Uh, James Rollins. Do you read? Hmm. Do you read James no. Rollins? No, never heard of him. Are you being never funny? heard of him, Sean? Are you being serious right now? Very serious. Uh, have you heard of Daniel Silva? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, he's I have. A, well. That's the next book she wants. Um, it's, uh, it's called um, the Order. It's part of the Gabriel series. Some I guess folks out there would know what that means. I've ne- there's apparently twenty books in the series, and I've never, I have not read one. Well, your mom's a reading machine. This is true. 
she she will fly through a book. Tinley's <laughs> Tinley's trying to read the Harry Potter books, and I know she's seen a few movies, so she doesn't seem as interested in the Harry Potter books as <laughs> um, I guess most people who first read them do. I didn't know your daughter could read. Well, she's got glasses, um, so that has to mean something, right? <laughs> Listen, there's been something I wanted to to share with you and 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 share with the audience, and I I want I want to be very sensitive about this. But we've talked about this a few months back. Yeah, there's been magical happening during this quarantine that I wanted to share with you. <laughs> because there's been. Yeah. So if you will, you know, go, you know take going you, out to pick up. up a burger. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you said because there's been, and then there was silence. I think we had uh, an issue. No worries. Because, because we've spent less time eating food out. Instead, we've been eating more groceries here. Might, might I, might I share that uh, um, I've been benefiting greatly with that for several months and it's just been nothing but um clean wipes oh just thought you'd like to know that 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 is you know that is something we should definitely always have an update to i have been on the complete opposite end while also <laughs> eating fresh uh ingredients at, at the hizzle uh it has actually been extraordinary the amount of wipes one needs for minimal um, dis disposal. <laughs> so you're the one, so you're the one that's buying all the toilet paper. Wow! I uh, well, we we got lucky and scored. I don't know about a month or so back, one of these big, like gajillion rolls of toilet paper things, and she bought it. And then probably about a month ago, we were at Target and they had their brand, so like up and up brand of yeah wipes and but they were also in a box that had 16 or so packs in it so we bought that too because I, I made the argument that you know i'm a man and a man needs wipes that's for, right <laughs> for, for any man not listening and you don't know about this situation i need you to to correct your life sir but this uh, is fundamental it's it's a fundamental staple in your rest area okay sir <laughs> sir who is listening who knows not of these things but <laughs> Yeah, I, I've I've gone through about half the box now, and they do help, you know, with the consumption of toilet tissue. tissue. Half the box. Yeah, I told. I've just. I if you listened, I just told you. you there's been a situation. John. 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 Oh no. Oh no. What has happened? I'm going to stop the recording. You guys are going to hear all of this. And hopefully when I pick back up, John is here. John is back. I think. John. You're really good at this. <laughs> I got to tell you. I'm really proud of the way you stepped up. Well. And you took it over. The, the th when, you, <laughs> when we get together and you see how this works, it's actually, Chris has been fooling us. He really has. He has no skill. It's it's minimal skill <laughs> required, and <laughs> and we we think you know we think it was a lot. Now now, granted, last week I recorded myself a little hot without knowing. I didn't mic check myself. 
I bet uh, you did. And then I had to do a lot of post compression and, and things this week we call ourselves mic checking a little better, but I also have a new piece of equipment. I have no idea how that's going to work. Um, but all of the, the audio stuff is literally just drag and drop, you know, and lining it up. <clears throat> it was really funny. Uh, one of the songs I lined up way wrong and, and I get over to the post-production part of it and I listen and, and I'm like, okay, cool. I started it there and it sounded good. Had I shut up rambling about what I was rambling on, but I ended up talking over it. And this was after I saved and exported the file and, and everything was ready to almost go to actual where we post our stuff. And I had to go back in, open it up. Thank God I didn't close it, re-edit it, drag the song we needed over. So I learned a, I learned a valuable lesson. I really did. These bees, these are coming in really hot. Got to try to fix nice. that. Got to fix that, but it's all good. <laughs> not not so much yours because, uh, <laughs> you know, the Yetis. I can't believe we actually recorded a lot of shows on the Yetis. Like, we really did. John? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gun shy now. I don't know what was can, going on. Huh? You can't, you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfect. It's, it's fantastic. You said John? <laughs> Well, because there, there was a little silence that made me a little nervous. Okay. All right. It's okay. It's it's okay. okay. It's fine. I, we're, we're shy. We're a, shy. A minute ago, we were doing a sound check, and it was I was making sure that the intro music would match up with us, and I wanted John to just say something, so when we played it back for testing purposes, I could hear him. He got sidetracked. He <laughs> saw something on TV or an internet ad or something, and old buddy John... Zoned out. Oh, zoned out burn. But yeah, um, what else you want to talk? Oh, you know what's hilarious? I never mentioned a word about this being the intro part where we just ramble. I don't like doing that, but I will when I remember it. It's fine. I'm going to put what what time the topic time is. What does Chris always say? Uh, He's like, "Ah, Chris, Chris. I'm going to stop the flow. Of the funniness to let you guys know that this is where we just uh, ramble and talk for a minute about things, Chris. You shall not pass. Boo. Hey, do you? You don't have. I guess you don't have the soundboard that does the echo thing. Uh, I've got some. I don't know how to do this, man. Let's be honest. We hey, yeah, just stuff for the audience to look forward to. You know what? What I can yeah. what I can do is I can download a digital plugin, right, right, and it just yeah, it just it just be like a button, you know. Have you seen my DJ controller? Do you? Yeah. Kind of, okay, so you know how there's a silver circle thing that's called a platter, and below yes. it are the little square pads. Mm-hmm. Those are performance pads. Technically, if we got something along those lines, there they actually make something that is just those. And you can mm-hmm. set them to be whatever you want. So you can go ping, 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 and it could go like you shall not burn. Oh. That'd be pretty. It'd be very nice. Yeah. <sighs> we're I at like um, it. we're at like 19 minutes. We're doing it. So <clears throat> see how that. This is way better than sitting in a room talking to myself. By the way, that, you did a good job though. I, I listened to the whole thing. Thank yeah, and you trolled me today, which was hilarious. Till I remembered that you actually listened to it. Uh, I go, I can't wait to hear about, you know, tactics today, which is the topic. And John 
John was like, well, you covered that last week. <laughs> I literally, <laughs> it, it took me a split second to go, no, no, because you, you texted me about something you listened to. You. <laughs> Two things. Two things. But I, um, I've seen, I've seen some things about the topic and I'm excited to hear what you're going to talk about. It's going to, it should well, be. Sean, you, you should be excited. I know. Because um, it's coming in hot. It's going to come in hot. And um, oh, yeah. the next thing you guys hear, like when we pivot the topic, it's going to sound different. Hey, but it's okay. Okay. <laughs> it, and it, what's funny is it may not stick. It may be something John hates when he listens to it. And then next <laughs> week, it's, it it's, Shut some, it down. It's, it's something else. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. What, what do you think, John? I think it's time. I'm so excited. So excited. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. It's going to be you. Hey, and and we're going to try something out on the fly. Mm-hmm. Whoever's doing the topic, guess what? You get to say what the topic is. How about that? <laughs> I think that makes a lot of sense, Sean. Don't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. John, that is the first time that's ever been played. You'll see um, in the description where we got this particular audio file because we have to do that now. But, John, you are up to the plate, sir, and you will tell us what the topic is. The topic is... (laughs) Gears Tactics! That makes me so happy. <laughs> before we before we get into the topic, uh, I'm just I'm sure the audience has also noticed if they're on the Discord. Every time I look at what Chris is playing on Discord, <clears throat> it's always something different. He's like a kid in a candy store right now, where he's like all over the map playing all these different kinds of things. He's probably blissfully happy. <laughs> It's really funny you say that because for two weeks in a row, I got to see Chris in some capacity right before the show starts that I knew I had to record. Mm-hmm. Um, and in both cases, I, I drive away from him and I go, this man is probably just exactly like you said, blissfully, ah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. The heck with him, though. Yeah, he's... You know what, dude? The heck. (laughs) Never going to mention that name again. F that guy. Dude, it was funny. And Well, we've already... I got to let you do the topic. I was about to go all into a squirrel moment again. No. Conversational podcast. It it is. That's a great point. I was going to say, squirrel, some some (laughs) folks were going back and forth on the Discord. Not many. Maybe a handful about... Whether or not we'd start dropping f bombs left and right when we felt like it, yeah. and uh, they are torn. I tell you that much. Some of them feel like the comedic value of us um, masterfully, you know, editing the the curse word makes the humor the humor the humor it makes it better. Some might say. I you know I'm I'm 
even if we even if we were to go that route, open up the floodgates, if you will, I don't know that I would be. Um, I don't know that I would be uh, a huge participant in it. I mean, there's sometimes there's there's it's helpful to throw down the occasional colorful right. metaphor. And I think we, um, I, I think we both would be that way. I know, and when no. we're hanging out, I curse way more than you. <laughs> but but something happens when I'm on the podcast and I don't want to, I don't want to, but sometimes yeah. a, an appropriate curse word just feels like it would fit and you would, it wouldn't be, you know, explicit in a way that is distasteful yeah. per se. But yeah. at the same time, I do think about write-ins we've gotten before on people saying, Hey, thank you guys for being awesome. I listen to you guys on the way to school, with my kids or dropping my kids off to school. They could be talking <clears> about <throat> dropping a deuce, John. I don't know. But still, you, ne- you never know. But I can tell you this: if the audience were able to hear the things we would say in between recordings, <laughs> as soon as it's done, it, the podcast would be the number one podcast in the world. Um, oh, some, but somebody brought up a great point: like maybe one in every four. Once a month, we do a they call it a dark episode where we just are we we <laughs> were dark. Never, yeah. WCG dark, you know, and it, it is that episode where we're just going off on whatever we want to go off on. Uh, or, or if, or if they, if we set up a Patreon, we can say, here's the, uh, <laughs> here's the un- uncensored version. Here's your benefit to donating uh, to Patreon. That'd be fantastic. You get to, you get to hear the, the, the F bombs. <laughs> um, I did. I did. We had talked about this too, and I did bring it up. I don't think you're going to do it this week, but. I did say that we, we both kind of agreed, like there is no reason now that especially two of us, when we have a topic that we force ourselves to be done with a game, cram it out in four or five days and get burnt out, that there may be some weeks where we have episode, you know, or, or part one of said game, part two will be coming the next week and things of that nature. I don't think that Gears Tactics is that game, but some big games may be that way. And I just wanted them to hear you say that I was not a liar. No, not at all. You've, I mean, you've said that for a long time that, and, and I've, you know, it, it can sometimes get under my skin if I'm bringing to the table a game that I didn't finish. Like, I don't know how, you know this, I don't know how many times I've said I'm on the last chapter. Yes. That sounds like a cop out, but I literally am on the last, last chapter and I, and I don't finish it. But even though, you know, because there's now just the two of us um, and we used to have three people divvying up all, uh, you know, the, the game schedule, who's to say that we have to bring and look, and the audience could chime in at some point and put a stop to this train of thought. And that's fine. But who's to say that we have to bring a game to the topic every single week. Like the Xbox presentation last week is a topic in and of itself. You know, yeah, I mean? we, we so, could, we, that when we bring it up in news, we could probably tangent off on that for, yeah, thirty minutes if we wanted to. So yeah, that's that's oh, yeah. a great point. And there's those bees again. They are they are really hitting. I'm sorry for any headphone users or anybody um, with a booming system in their car. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Hey, I like the tickle. <laughs> but uh, without further ado, man, how about you st- step up to the plate and swing away, buddy? So yeah, thank you, Sean. Appreciate that. I um, <clears throat> I gotta say, when I first heard about this game. It is. It was one of the reasons I was looking forward to having a PC, um, because Sean, I didn't know. I don't know if you know this. I have a. I have a really nice PC. Yeah, um, you do. Sexy. <laughs> but uh, 
this is one of the things that I was looking forward to as a benefit. <clears throat> and I love the fact that um, Xbox is is really doing some things, games like this, where I'm sure that, you know, I, I'm sure I can see this game eventually coming to consoles. I can see it working out just fine, but to kind of give the PC uh, community um, this game first <clears throat> really, really shows um, Xbox commitment to the audience. But the, the most interesting thing about this <clears throat> is... Oh no! Talking about. Oh. Can you hear me? I you said the most interesting thing about this, and then a full second went by, or two, oh. or five, and I thought it was over again. Sorry, um, is the fact that this is not the first RTS game I've talked about on this show. It's not Rabbids. It's not. Yeah, Mario plus Rabbids uh, Kingdom Battle is the very first time I've ever played an RTS. And it was adorable. Um, and this is the second time I've ever played an RTS. Now, the good thing is uh, that game at the time got compared to a lot of the uh, approach that was taken in, in with the XCOM series, um, which I haven't played. I've got one uh, downloaded now, um, so I'll be jumping into that at some point. But I'm really, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm really starting to realize that uh, RTS is is kind of it's kind of my jam, um, and I guess um, Fire Emblem is kind of an RTS too. Um, that combat scenario stuff, but you know the the main series of uh, Gears of War. I love that series. Love it. Yeah, um, my I've always told you there's been one that you haven't played, right? uh not yeah judgment yeah that that is surprisingly every time we bring it up it's one of my favorites that i need you to play heck even if we i'll go play it with you i don't care Um, okay because it should it should i think it's on games pass much like i think tactics is tactics still on uh pc game pass yes it's it's uh it's free sweet um but yeah it's i've got i've actually got judgment um I think back when they released the remaster of the original Gears of War, um, at a certain point, if you pre-ordered the the remaster of it, they gave you. Oh no, John, 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 Sean, you suck at this. Can I just tell you that? <laughs> I mean this this is the biggest mistake. I don't think this is going to work out at all. Okay, oh, I'm no. sick of the splash damage. I'm oh, really, oh no, really tired of. It. Did oh, you lose me again? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just that. I know I say, oh no. Apparently, that's my go-to when things aren't going the way I felt like they should. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> and, and when you say that, I think you can't hear me, which is further evident of your incompetence on this. Okay. Oh, this is fantastic. <clears throat> I can tell you right now that show notes are infinitely harder than what you have to do. Uh, you know. I, I actually, I actually believe that. No, 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 no. Because not at all. You know, you got you got to keep up with things. You can't pull a Sean and two days before recording just think, hey, there's all the news we need. Because some <laughs> some pieces stick. You know, they, they 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 stick in the news cycle. Some don't, but the ones that don't, we may like. We may have already done in our audience, and we need yeah. to kind of keep it going. So, <clears throat> just saying, it, bro. 
Well, well, anyway, what I was what I was saying before this disaster happened was uh, <laughs> that if you that if you pre-ordered the original Gears of War when they remastered it, they gifted you all of the other games in the series through backwards compatibility. So I've got all that stuff, like in particularly Judgment. Um, so whenever you want to throw down, we can do that. Uh, John, that another thing that I did because apparently now we just squirrel whenever we want to. Yeah. Is I downloaded and I am I am hooked at least on the initial bite of Sea of Thieves. Oh, dude. I've been looking at that for so long. <laughs> dude. I highly suggest and I think can we cross play? Yes, I think you can cross cross play from PC to uh Xbox console. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. And cuz I dude, I just got you off do, I just got off the main I, dude, I'm telling you, I'm in. We doing this? Yes. Ladies you... and gentlemen, this has been another episode of <laughs> Weekly Game Chat. Peace out, every murderer! Third life. Oh, so, that's great. So I look forward to that. But anyway, um, Gears Tactics is really good. <laughs> but um, this is a, this is a this is a this is a prequel oh. to even uh, even Gears of War out. Judgment. I'm about to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good it times takes, it takes place uh it takes place one year after emergence day oh uh, which of, which of course is when all the locusts uh show up and 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 take over <clears throat> but um so <clears throat> one of the things about this is it's not it's it's not a it's not an ex- it, it took me a little bit getting used to the uh, the mm-hmm. method of this, but I will say, um, if if there was <laughs> if there was ever if there was ever a subgenre or how you say spinoff that somebody wanted to do for Gears of War, they got it right the first time. This is a natural fit to the mechanics of of a cover based shooter. Um, it really translates to to a rts game really well it you know obviously you know you're playing an rts but it still feels like you're playing a gears game do you think they 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 lubed us up a little bit with gears pop um that's an interesting point i can see that hap- i can see that being like maybe not the intention right. but but having played a lot of that um there is a lot of strategy to that and yeah, I haven't thought about that before, but you're spot on with that. That that is a very there's a lot of RTS elements that go into that. Yeah, um, you know, having different classes, having different skill sets, um, and and strategically moving your way up a field. Um, I, I think I think Gears Pops is more like um, Starcraft ish in the way that it's RTS ish. Oh, interesting. And, and I feel like, and I, I hope I'm not way off on that for Starcraft players, but. But I feel like Gears Tactics is more like the XCOM or the Mario Rabbids type situation. Um, maybe right. I'm way off, but that either way, I I just I can't help as I'm reading and seeing stuff that I, I just re- I just remembered Gears Pop, and I was like, oh, I wonder if they they intentionally did that or not. I don't know. You know it makes I, sense. You know, doesn't surprise me. Dirty. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so def- definitely um the thing about this is um 
there's a lot of, of course, you're, you know, it's a top down perspective, just like any RTS, but there's a lot of um, fog of war on this map. Like, you know, I, I, I'm always going to reference, unfortunately, it kind of makes me sound like a noob, but I'm always going to reference Mario plus Rabbids. And in, in that game, when you see the top down perspective, you pretty much see everything you have to face on this map. But in, in this particular game, you have this, you have this large area um, and where your, where your gears are um, it's, it's colored in and you can see everything, but outside of where your gears are, it's kind of fogged out. I mean, you could see the buildings, you can see everything, but it has more of a grayer tent and you can't see where the enemies are. And it's kind of, it kind of refers to what it, I guess it's called the fog of war. So <clears throat> there's a lot of, there's a lot of guesswork unlike rabbits where you're kind of taking a gander you're taking a, a gamble as to where you expect um enemies to show up um so that's a bit of a i guess more of an adult spin on what could possibly be i don't know a nerf that's in mario plus rabbits because i don't really know anything about xcom and and how it compares i've i've heard by i've heard from people who say this not as a criticism but as a as a benefit that this is kind of XCOM ski uh XCOM with a gear skin over it. Um so you know if that's something that's good or bad based on your perspective. Well you you mentioned Chris and his his um plethora of different games he's been playing. One of the ones yeah. he has been playing uh that I saw on stream was XCOM. So might have been that new one that they just released. It may have been. He was not doing well at it at all. <laughs> I can tell you that much. But it, it, I don't know. I, I, I played Mario Rabbids after you did. I still own it, and I didn't yeah. get into it like you did. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just not the right time for me now, you know. But at some point, you know, just like music or any other thing, when when it is right, if it ever becomes right, it becomes like your most favorite thing ever. And right. I hope that these kind of games get like that. But uh, I do like the way you, or at least that you say they say, um, it's like Mario Rabbids with a or XCOM with a gear skin. I think that's a I think that's a good thing for folks that are in that lane and this is their jam. Yeah, I I don't think that I don't think that they felt the need to reinvent, you know, what XCOM made so made so well. I think they would. I think this was kind of a launching pad for what I hope is more content, more games. Um, with this particular perspective. So, you know, as anyone playing an RTS, a lot of this that I'm explaining is not going to be, you know, a, a surprise. You, you're, you're given a team for most of the missions, you're given a team of four. Um, and, and based on each mission, some of the, some of the missions are, will have characters that are required for the mission. Um, but for the most part, you can pick and choose your roster. Um, and so there's main characters in the story that are that are integral to cutscenes and things like that. And if something like that happens in a mission, it, it'll sort of tell you you have to pick this person for this mission, things like that. So there's not always there's not always a variety of choice that you can do, but for the most part, you're you are free to build up the characters. So what I'm using currently is is the main character, which is Gabe Diaz. Um, he's kind of a he's kind of a medic in the game, and then um, Sid is another one who is 
kind of he's your vanguard character and then the other two that i use in, in my team of four are typically a um, sharpshooter <clears throat> and a heavy which you know heavies are these gatlin gun heavy weapon wielding guys that that pack a pack a punch and you know the sharpshooters are very advantageous for me personally they're kind of my preference because you kind of you know you can get bogged down with other snipers like this one is and, and the sniper has a longer range of fire so each character you know fire fire <laughs> yeah <laughs> you did so each character that you use has basically three moves per turn and you can use and you can and you can mix and match what those what those moves are whether one move you simply aim and fire at an enemy or a move that can traverse you to another location and depending on how far you traverse you can use up all three moves based on the distance you want to cover but if you want to go a little bit of distance that would give you uh, that would make you use up one um, one move in the turn, and this is per character. So, as a total of like in a roster of four, you'll get uh, what's four times three? Twelve. <laughs> Math is hard, Joe. Math is hard. <laughs> so, um, but you can. But one of the cool things about this that I didn't that 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 really, um, you know, and like I, you know, this this is my second rts so this is probably a staple in other ones but there's this thing called all overwatch in the in the game where um you're at any moment using one of your three turns you can point your weapon towards an area of the map where you suspect uh locusts are going to move into um and once you once you implement overwatch you have no more uh, moves left. So <clears throat> once they're, once your turn is up and you've got all your characters in an Overwatch position, the once your once your once your turn is up and the and your, and the locusts have their turn, they're coming into the screen and you're just opening fire on everything coming at you. So it, it it's a good crowd control mechanic. Um, and one of the things about this is you're not always in a position where it's a good idea to. You know, chainsaw fight everything. Chainsaw even fight, though, chainsaw even though Sean, you'd be pleased to know that that's that is definitely a move in the game. Well, if if it wouldn't be gears without it, exactly. The words out yeah. of my mouth, sir. Right. <laughs> so, um, but it's that Overwatch move is is very much essential to um, progressing through the game. You got to learn how to rely on it quick because your enemy does the same thing, and they'll get you in this Overwatch. Um, overlay and if you and you have to be strategic about it if they've got your if they've got one of your characters one of your one of your characters in an overwatch the moment you make any type of move whether you raise up your gun or try to move to another section they open fire on you and for the most part they'll they'll um put some damage on you but um it's just uh it's just a real interesting uh approach that overwatch I, it's something that wasn't even a feature in Mario plus Rabbids that I'm really loving. And, and in, in Mario plus Rabbids, the approach to it was more in your face, run up, kick him in the face, run back to your position, that kind of thing with this one, at least the way I'm playing, um, because 
you know, I'm, I'm probably not that great at RTSs yet. I'm being very conservative with how I approach. I'm trying to make sure my guys on my team are as far away from the enemies as possible because a lot of these enemies I'm going, how can they travel so far? Like <laughs> some of them will run up to me from across the map and I'm like, that can't be fair. But um, All right, And you're yeah. finding you can't do the same? It depends on your character. Right. Um, I've got one. My heavy right now seems to have, for some reason. Some girth? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's got actually, right now, he's got four moves per turn. So, I, so you know, through the game, um, through the map, you can you find these chests, these weapon chests that you can pick up that have upgrades to your weapons, upgrades to your outfit, um, and and different perks. And depending on the type of character you have, um, those different characters have different perks. Um, frag grenades, if you, you know, those locust holes that would come up out of the ground yeah. um, in the games and, and the way to stop the hole is to, <laughs> is, to throw, <laughs> is to throw a frag grenade in it. That, that mechanic <laughs> works. <laughs> That oh man, child, I am. That that mechanic works every bit as well in in an RTS game, and it works it works beautifully. That's all, now. There's different that excites different, me. Yeah, I mean, there's different things about like using a frag grenade. Um, once you use it, it has to sort of uh, how what's it has to cycle back through, and depending on your character, it it can take three or four turns before you're able to throw another frag grenade. But in one turn um, for the enemy, you'll see the ground sort of break up, that circular ground area break up. And then when they have another turn, enemies come out of that hole. And at that point, one of your characters can throw a frag grenade into that hole <laughs> and blow it up. I don't want to go in a hole where enemies are coming out. Who does? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> So, but, um, you know, you know, the, it's, the characters are really highly customizable. Um, and you're, and you're getting a full roster of, of, of people as you progress through the game. I have a roster of, um, I think 11 or 12, I can't remember, but you tend to stick, particularly when you're starting off in the game and you're getting used to it, you're sticking to a squad that you become most comfortable with. But um, it allows you to find these new weapon upgrades and, and things like that, that, and you can mix and match, take the upgrades that other characters have and use them yourself and all this stuff. Um, finding the items in the map um, can be a little bit frustrating, um, and that's possibly due to someone who's relatively new to the, to the genre. Um, because it, you know, it could be a very common thing. Like in Mario Plus Rabbids, you get your, you'd level up, you get more currency, and you can go into this centralized store and purchase the the upgrades instead of having to find them or leave them behind in any particular map, um, which can be frustrating. Because I know in in certain missions, um, due to the circumstances and due to the nature of how the the, the level played. I left things that I knew were there behind because, you know, a bomb was sort of chasing me. Like every time I'd move up, um, 
a bomb, an air raid would follow me further up. So I'd have to constantly keep away from it. Um, things like that. So there's a lot of side missions in this game in in name only. The, 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 the weird thing about this game is is why they call certain things side missions. You can't, they're not optional, which is a strange thing to do. Um, well, Gear, sort of, Gears 5 did that too. I know it's, it's a completely different game, but you, you remember when you're going through that deserty thing, these side missions popped up and they were kind of <laughs> beneficial to go do. They were beneficial, but they were still yeah, you're you know, right. They were still, or they were still optional. You're These right. you have to you have to go through them. Um, at least at least I couldn't figure out how to skip them. <laughs> and and it's not it's not that I wanted to skip them, but you know sometimes right. when you're when you when, when you're you know reviewing a game, you're you're wanting to get through it as quickly as possible. But um, those were the old days, sir. Yeah, uh, the old yeah. They all the old days, huh? Get over it, John. Get over it. <laughs> So that can be that can be a little uh, frustrating. Like, just call them missions. Don't call them side missions if you don't want them. If if the if, if you don't want to treat them like side missions, just call them regular regular missions. And you know, each mission has different things, like different goals that you can aim for. Like, you get extra you get extra items as rewards after finishing a uh, a mission. Um, if you finish a mission in less than seven turns or something like that, or if you, or if you kill seven en- enemies in a single turn, something like that, you get bonus rewards for doing stuff like that. You said bonus. Like what did I say? You said bonus. Yeah, I did. I like when you say <laughs> bonus. This, this makes more so, sense. Uh, I just moved my mic situation around from like a bed, which I don't know if you know this, but beds sink at least the comfortable ones like mine do. Yeah. Um, and now I've moved it to a desk where it's nice and sturdy. And I, I like f- it sturdy. I, I, feel sturdy. My, I, feel, I, feel, I feel more better. <laughs> oh, I, I do got to ask you, since you've played, uh, I wonder, you know, this is a squirrel moment, but there is a an option for our EQ both on GarageBand and on the mixer that says low cut. And I need to research what that is because if the low cut is the thing that takes away the p- thing, I should push the button. I don't know. Well, like I like I stated a few minutes back, um, like this it? is a disaster. It so, <laughs> but <laughs> but but seriously, you've you've played now. You've played a game on console that was Mario plus Rabbids, and you had a controller yep. in your hand. Did you play this game on PC with mouse and keyboard? Yes, I did. So, what do you think? What do you think you prefer, and and why would you prefer whatever you're about to tell us when you play these kinds of games? Um, good question, Sean. <laughs> that is the a... <laughs> that's the old doozy out of the blue. No reason to ask it. Doesn't well, fit. I the benefits of a keyboard and mouse on this game. I I don't know that I can imagine playing it with a controller. He's already. You've already forgotten. I, you've already forgotten. No, I, I I think that I think that it's a. It just depends because. Because Mario Plus Rabbids was optimized for a controller in mind. So I don't know that a mouse would be beneficial. But with this one, um, it's just the standard positioning on the keyboard. Yeah, that's I my use, favorite. Oh what? what? Yeah. I use I use Q and E as my as as to turn the cameras to make sure I'm getting the angle I want. So here we go. Um, <laughs> I think it I think it works uh 
Well, I I guess the question's hard for me because I for this game I I I can't imagine playing it with a with a controller. I think you can. And um I think I think there's an option to play it with the Xbox controller. Um it would but, it uh, would make sense because here I go. But yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's a PC game, you know, and that controller mm-hmm. is adaptive to anything you play on PC, I think. So Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I do need to retract the previous statement where I said the standard position was my favorite. That would te- technically not be that, and I can't say what the name of my favorite position is without you going roof. Okay. Let's guess. Let's guess. <laughs> Send us letters. Um, so, I guess Ding, the last thing, first letters in. <laughs> I, I guess the last thing I'll say is um, regarding this game is um, the missions can be uh, it can be uh, a little bit repetitive. In that, and and particularly with the side missions, there are um, missions where there, where it's kind of like it feels like it's busy work, where you're controlling zones. Um, to oh, sorry, you can probably hear that. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, in a minute, like when you re-listen to this, possibly, and you hear like write us letters and it ding. That's why I said first letters. Oh yeah, <laughs> see, right. it made sense on this end at so, least. So there's 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 rescue missions which are which are I've played like four or five at this point. There are missions where you have to go to certain sections of the map and protect a protect supply. Um, and you know the first time you do those, they're interesting, they're unique, they're fun. Um, but but they but they do it's a little bit overkill with. Um, the lack of variety. I mean, the preference is <clears throat> where, where I'm having the most fun with this game is I'm pushing forward through a map, um, killing enemies. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I, I like killing things. Yes. Instead do. of instead of the um, instead of going to a section, um, rescuing hostages and going back to the drop zone. Um, I don't know. It's just it, it's a little bit more tedious than just um, mindlessly going through a linear map, taking out enemies all the way to the end. If that makes sense, it, it actually makes a lot of sense, sir. If Thanks, being, man. If I'm being completely honest, um, <laughs> I don't like that you omitted a name. What um, did I admit? Did you did you technically mention that the hammer strike was going to happen? Did you say hammer strike? Oh, like the Hammer of Dawn? Yeah. Um, I haven't experienced that in this game yet. Um, I'm not. Maybe it's maybe it'll be featured later. You see it happening in the beginning of the game. No, no, that, that's scenes. yeah, that's that's where I think it happens or something. Yeah, um, you see it in cutscenes. But Major Sid Redburn. Oh, dude, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's cool. Now I will say that um, everyone's favorite character is in this game um uh coltrane yeah the coltrane augustus Cole. Uh, yeah and you know he's <laughs> he's so cliche um he has to be at this point i mean there, there are you know the characters within when you're in combat they make comments and things like that going in you know or reload i'm reloading you know but when coltrane reloads his weapon he says the following, and I quote, I'm reloading! <laughs> it's just... It's like, thanks a lot, Cole. Appreciate it, bro. He's so, he's so awesome. And, you, you know, anyone who's a fan of the series knows his history as a football player. Yeah. 
Thrash his, ball, his, wasn't it? his uniform is a football outfit. He's wearing a football helmet, shoulder pads. And you know how, you know, I said you can go into the roster and um, use other characters, armor sets and things like that. You can, you can put his armor set on anybody um, that you want to. Oh, so you what you're telling us is that you unlocked <laughs> and recruited him. Uh, you know, to be honest, I think he might've been a pre-order bonus. Oh, um, cause I, de- I, I downloaded this game a couple of weeks before it launched and that might've been a perk of it. I think, I think he showed up in like the second or third mission as a playable character. Um, he's not usually part of my main roster. It's a mistake, but John. It's a mistake. Well, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a Vanguard like Sid. And so Sid started off in the beginning of the game, so I just got him leveled up higher. Yeah, Major uh, Sid Redburn. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, but Cole is is equally reliable. Um, I've you know, and he's fun to have on your roster because he says some really amazing stuff. Hey, why why did you why did you just refer to me as Cole and then say all those nice things about me? Well, Sean. <laughs> You do say some amazing stuff. You know what, I sir? We... <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> but that, you know, that about uh, sums it up. I think if you're a fan of RTS, um, you're going to love this. If you've got Games Pass on PC, just download it and play it. Yeah, there's no reason. Um, oh, I smell bacon. There's... Bacon. We're having bacon for. We're having breakfast oh. for dinner. I'm about to bust quarantine. Oh. We, that means we're gonna have like pancakes and some fresh cut nice. fruit, some bacon, some sausage. Nice. That's nice. It's going in my gullet. <clears throat> so, um, so I, so you know, this is a this is a no brainer. Particularly if it's you know free to play, just download it and play it. Um, I am, I am on. There's three acts. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I'm on act three. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to throw them out there like it's that like that's any big surprise um meant to finish it but you know last week got a little bit busy yeah man um we did but, we did have some thoughts and prayers for you and your friend so that's still you. a thing <clears throat> i don't know if he listens um but make sure you just pass those on we definitely had listeners that were passing on their thoughts and prayers as well i will indeed for sure and i guess um there's nothing left but a richard oh <laughs> It's like a, I think it's like a fun night at a club, and you, you go. Oh wait, what? You drunk? Wait, what? Put that back. Put it back, sir. So, so it's definitely for me at this point, uh, and this is subject to change. Um, this is a solid, this is a solid eight, and definitely worth anyone's time who um, is interested in the genre. So that is my two cents. Play this game. You will enjoy it. When do it we? Feels uh, like, it feels like Gears of War. It really does. I, I, last week I had to go back and listen, and right now to the previous episode, and right now I'm drawing a blank. When do we say? Do we wrap this up? That's after the the next part when we do news, right? That's right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> how many how many episodes have I done? <laughs> yeah, I know. Or or wait a minute. Right. Is it emails? I think it's emails that 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 we say that. I don't know, John. Send us your letters and tell us the answer. We're dying here. Um, but yeah, no idea. Because right now we're going to pivot to news and we play the news sounder. We don't say wrap it up then, do we? No. Let's just from now on let's let's wrap up every section. Let's wrap this up. (laughs) Never.
hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. 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 Yeah, we did. My wife loves it when I do that. We we. Uh, <laughs> um, your wife. Um, yeah. Sean. Um, yeah. Speaking of my wife. Yeah. Your wife. Uh, yeah. Hello. Um. Yeah. I I just want to give. I have to give a shout out to one of our listeners. And his name is Iron Puppy. I want him to know that my wife is wife. leaving me. She's leaving me, and she's moving to his island in Animal Crossing. Oh, my goodness. Uh, she uh, called me over to her the other day and showed me what he was cooking up in his Animal Crossing world. And I just say, Iron Puppy, you are an artist. It is beautiful. My wife aspires to be you. I just wanted—I just wanted to give you that shout out. Well, there, there that is. I'm yeah, she said. Uh, she said, "I'm just trying to pay off my house." And sometimes when she's talking about Animal Crossing, I have to realize she's talking about Animal Crossing because sometimes when she talks about <laughs> Animal Crossing, it's talking about she's talking about things that sound like she's in the real world. Like one, she came downstairs one time and said, "I have to check the stock market." So. <laughs> I was like, what are, you, what, are, what? what are you doing? What are you talking Why about? Why do you have to? <laughs> but, uh, oh, that's but, fantastic. Yeah, I just, I just, his was very impressive. I wanted to give him a shout out for that. Greatest ever. Greatest ever. Alex Best Huge. I've seen. Best I've seen. <laughs> All right, buddy. How do we do this? Well. Well, we just do the news. We just do it like normal. Like do it like normal. Like we've been here before. Um, that's what Leading off the news this week, brought to you by the Outstanding News Team here in Weekly Games Chat. Yes, yes. EA to support Switch. EA hosted a Q4, that's quarter four, 2020 financial (laughs) briefing and announced plans to release 14 games between now and March 2021. This is big news, as the company has failed to support the console since the low-quality FIFA releases on Switch. This... Uh, I was going to do a squirrel moment and say this actually is big news. Uh, the list of 14 <laughs> games does include FIFA and Madden, as well as Command and Cacker, uh, Burnout Paradise is the and part that I've misread because I'm all nervous <laughs> and excited. Burnout Paradise will retail for an unusually high $50. Uh, time will tell if this announcement includes Battlefield and Apex Legends, etc. Yeah, but this is or, an- or Anthem. Or Can you see Anthem? <laughs> you imagine if that's where it ran the best. <laughs> oh man, it's like guys, seriously, that would be beautiful. Seriously, guys, with Breath Breath of the Wild graphics. <laughs> yeah, I will oh, say though, Sean, dude, this, dude, this is kind of what I'm glad you brought that up. Remember one time I told you guys that I had a situation on Breath of the Wild, and I think I messed <laughs> it up. Yeah. Okay. So I'm on the last of the four things that I need to do, right? The the big animal, divine beast, the, the the beast, right? Yeah. The, my last one is the one in the desert. It's the camel, and you need the girl with the mask and all this stuff to help you right. not get electrocutified. Mm-hmm. Um, so she she helped me get to the creature, and I had to leave. When I came back, she was at that hut that she was at when I first got her. But now she won't go with me back to the camel, and I don't have a save point to get up to the start of it. 
And every time I get close to him, he electrocutes me and I die. <laughs> I think there's a glitch in my save file and she won't leave the tower. And I don't know what to do. I, I, I research that you can possibly go by or do a quest where you get rubber, um, like a rubber suit. So you don't yeah. get electrified. But yeah. I'm like, are you serious right now, dude? That is weird. It is because um, I've, I've tried actually going to the camel. I've tried making sure I'm on the little C thing, the C seals or whatever they're called. I've tried going back to her and, and saying, hey, I need your mask. I've read on what I can do. I, I do have a save file that's way before the stuff I had to do to get her to recognize me and go get me, uh, you know, to recognize me and, and, and help me get close to the camel. But I'm like, oh, my God. Can't you just fast travel to the camel? No, because w when I played before, I didn't get up to the camel to get the thing unlocked. I took out its legs, and then I had to leave. But when I came back, she was at the hut. She won't follow me anymore, and his legs are not taken out. Were you on one of those sandfish? Yes. Like it was like a ski. Yes. Thing. Gosh, it's been it's been a while. <laughs> But yes, um, I'm going to need you to, I might need you to see it and yeah. see if you can give me a hint because I got it. I got inspired and I was like, I'm going to finally finish, you know, breath of the wild. And now I'm stuck. Technically. What mean, I, huh? What do you mean? What do you mean by the tower? Okay. So, you know, her, her village that's in the desert, you can't go in unless you're dressed like a girl. Right. Okay. When she decides to help you, she goes out to this outpost tower thing. That's not far from her main village area. And, mm -hmm. and after she, I think what happens is once she gets you to the camel and, and you're good to go, she comes back to the tower and waits for you to be done. I think the save file is acting like she's already helped me get to the, the camel and I've already got a place to go to, but I don't. So again, you go talk to her. She's got the mask on that you need. And she just says, Hey, we're counting on you. Have fun. Whereas before she was like, are you ready to go get on your sea camel thing or your sea seal thing and let's go. She no longer goes. That's befuddling. Yeah. That, that's no bueno is what that is. But um, yeah, I, just, I never really, I never really heard of any glitches in breath of the wild. Me either. And I don't know if it's a glitch or that the say <laughs> the way the game decided to save, because maybe I cut it off when I shouldn't have, maybe it messed mm -hmm. it up. I don't know. But either way, I need I need a fast track to get to that camel to dominate the camel so I can finally go dominate um Ganon. So she's pretending like you are you already in the camel did the thing. Or or in the or I'm in the middle of doing the thing. Yeah. And but but she was with you helping you fight Yes. Because when the lightning would hit, she'd say, Get under my shield and the little bubble would kind of come over you and you'd have to be in the bubble. It protects you from the lightning, and that way you have time to shoot the bomb arrows at the feet. Yeah. Well, that's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. <laughs> Weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Please send Sean, Sean help. please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That was crazy. Um, I, yeah. Don't know, I don't know why I squirreled, but you mentioned something. Oh, what'd you mention? I said something on the Switch, and then I went, you oh, said Breath uh, of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Look yeah. to Anthem or something like that. But um, I can imagine this is kind of a Capcom approach um, to how Capcom supports the Switch. Um, putting all, a lot of their older Resident Evil titles on there, Mega Man, stuff like that. I can see them 
putting the Mass Effect trilogy on here. You know, just kind of a drag and drop. You know, it's it's as simple as that. All the Dead Space games on here, so that I can see that possibly being the level of support and maybe some older Battlefield games, um, things of that nature. So this is a good thing. I think it. I think it. Um, I think Capcom has benefited financially from supporting the Switch, even with older games. So I see no reason why EA can't do it. But Burnout Paradise, you can buy that game currently on on other hardware for, gosh, like between seven and twenty dollars. So that forty nine ninety nine is kind of a steep price that probably has little to do with EA and just has more to do with the way. Nintendo monetizes its software. Possibly, I mean, unless it comes out with, but at this point, even as I say this, I imagine there is a, a version of this. But a unless it comes out with, you know, like the the ultimate Burnout Paradise package that exactly. includes all these things, there has yeah. to be something like that already. But who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? What I, I do, don't know, Sean. What I do know is that this may EA may have hopped on board because of how. It's been said that the Switch ain't halfway done. Well, the Switch ain't halfway done, Sean. Let me tell you more about that. According to an investor briefing, the Switch is, quote, barely in the middle, end quote, of its life cycle, according to Nintendo. The Switch is just over three years old and only recently had the best month of sales on record, with software continuing to sell extremely well. Sean, do you know that Animal Crossing has sold 16 million units? Uh, I think I read that somewhere. I'm not sure. So at so at this rate, this would make 2023 the technical end of the life cycle. Time will tell if that life cycle will include a hardware upgrade, which is still rumored to be happening in order to better compete with next-gen hardware. And Sean, I think it's a good idea, and it would be silly not to upgrade their um, hardware to like a Switch Pro. And I've heard a couple of things. I heard that it's going to have a more advanced chip. And there's, there's one rumor I heard that said it's not going to be, it's not even going to be undockable. It's just going to be a straight up console, which would seem strange to call it a switch, even though they called the switch light a switch. You couldn't switch it. But um, I think, I think it's inevitable and I think they're just, they're just, well, um, well I, I can see, a, I, I think you're right. I can see a situation where you have a switch a switch light and then something like a switch pro. And there are three, they, they really hit all three heads for the, the gamers that are out there that, you know, kind of want anything, any one of those three. So it makes, it, it makes me think that that is something that could happen. I agree that they, yeah. they need to do something, uh, especially with the new consoles, you know, coming out or supposed to have be, be coming out in, at the end of this holiday or beginning of this holiday season. And um, you, you, you know, that, Nintendo, the Switch is going to sell, but at the same time, if they had something new in the in the mix, it would it would generate some excitement. And I just I, I believe in them. I know that they've been on a hot streak, and they know what to do with their product, and people want it. You know, so I don't see them losing any steam. But at the same time, you know, I'm excited to see where that goes. I don't know. And it's one of the weird things about their software. It's the it's they're like. Their trade-in value at places like GameStop are always high. Yes, um, because it's like that one company who's who can get away with never dropping their prices. And on the one hand, it's annoying because it took me 
gosh, two years to wait for the right moment to repurchase Breath of the Wild because it was at the right price finally around the holidays. But the, you know, it's like PlayStation exclusives and Xbox exclusives. Those things go cheaper within six months, but people still continue to buy these games consistently where Nintendo can get away with never dropping prices. I mean, even now, what um, what is it? Uh, is it Mario Kart that's still always in the top 10 every month for MBD, MPD? Yes. So it's like the modern day GTA 5. <laughs> so, but um, yeah. regarding the console, I mean, if I were them, because I'm a brilliant marketeer. Obviously. Obvi. <laughs> I, would, I would let PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X fight it out during the holiday. And then I would drop, if it does exist, I would drop the Pro in that March month where they originally originally released the original Switch. Um, I'd let them fight it out for the for the holiday season and then drop it in March. Because um, I, I, I think I think to as as and we spoke about this a while back with Chris and I was trying to convince him that dropping it during the holiday would be the smart thing to do. I think I've sort of moved past that. I think I think the Switch. Pro would kind of get drowned out around that time, um, and not be a part of the conversation. I think I think March would be the smarter month. One thing that would excite me if they did this, uh, let's say that they wait and they bundle the Pro controller with the Switch Pro, but it's mm. the updated Pro controller that includes a headphone jack. God, please! You imagine? <laughs> so you have the for your gamers that don't they don't really want to ever undock their Switch. Right. Um, you've got like a true Pro, and I'm doing air quotes. Uh, system and you've got the things you want like a headphone jack and yada 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 yeah. so I'd, I, I i probably would buy it yeah i've never been huge haha huge. on uh on Irish. undocking the switch if i don't have to same uh, i've always preferred to just play it on the tv same uh the only time i really do undock it is i don't even think road trips because i actually it's such a well-designed system that mm-hmm. you can throw the docking station in your book bag as well and just take it with oh, you yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but the most I've ever used it would be if I'm really engulfed in a game and I, I got to, you know, drop a deuce, it, it becomes the poop system and it's mm. perfect for that. So that's about the only time I undock it. Breath of the wild is a poop game. Possibly. You want it to be. I hate, I hate playing breath of the wild in handheld mode though. I, I'm handheld. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like it either. I think that's how, um, a lot of people actually played it, which uh, is insane. Which is weird. Yes all the the what are the are they millennials the young kids who's younger than a millennial right now like the gen, gen z gen yeah the gen z's of the world yeah <laughs> brats <clears throat> well if you like harvest moon um and and you know this ties into nintendo nintendo the nintendo switch we got some good news harvest moon one world Japanese developer Natsumi announced Harvest Moon One World, its latest farming sim game for Nintendo Switch. The game will be released later this year. The game will feature a new world with new and returning characters from the series. The game exists in a, in a world where vegetables and fruits don't exist. Ugh. And the characters must discover and bring produce into their world. In a press release, Natsumi stated... Quote, Harvest Moon One World features a brand new way of exploring Harvest Moon that seasoned players and new generations will both enjoy. John, does this tickle your fancy, the Harvest Moon? It, it does, but I can also see like um, there being burnout 
from Animal Crossing that people look at this like yeah. like that one slice of pizza that's way too much and they just look at it and go, "Oh, I can't. <laughs> Not anymore." Well, I, I, it's almost it's almost like maybe maybe they're either looking for something fresh or they're burned out on cuz cuz as I understand it these titles have similarities, but maybe Harvest Moon is a little bit more like um Stardew Valley. You know. Which, if that's the case, it would be more up my alley, and I, I still have not turned on Animal Crossing. And I know that some people that love that game and listen to us are like, this dude has no clue what he's missing. Look, man, I don't know that I ever will, um, to be honest, because, and it's simply because I live in a, you know, I'm, I'm in this family unit where I have to share my island with somebody else. I don't, I just don't want to. You're like, I, I share my house, I share my bed, I share my bathroom. I'm not. I am not sharing my island. That's right. I'll buy another Switch. <laughs> That's awesome, brah. Oh, man. How do you pivot this one? Uh, you just say it, John. Just That's say right. it. PlayStation Studios, much is. in the vein of Xbox Studios, Sony has announced that it has created a new umbrella brand, PlayStation Studios. The purpose of the who came up with that? The purpose of the brand is to unite all of its first party titles and launch alongside PlayStation 5. This will only apply to games developed by studios managed by Sony. This would include characters from The Last of Us, God of War, Uncharted, Ratchet and Clank, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Little Big Planet. According to Sony, quote, over the last few years, and even the last decade, the strength of the titles coming out from our studios has been stronger than ever. That's about to stop. We, sorry, I'm sorry, uh, sorry. We have been thinking about how we unite all of these great games into one brand, and really, the purpose of that is to make the consumer understand that when they see this brand, they're getting ready for a robust, innovative, deep experience <laughs> that they've come to expect from games coming from PlayStation. So we came up with PlayStation Studios, and um. There's some guy out there, Sean, who made a million dollars off the marketing idea of calling it PlayStation Studios. Which is crazy. Yeah, I could have said that. I know. I mean, it doesn't... But there's something There's something beautiful about that, and, and maybe it'll still happen, but, um, you know, the opening of God of War, first it says Sony Interactive Entertainment. Right. I, I mean... I appreciate I that. that. Yeah, you know, you're, when that logo comes up, you know you're about to get something special most of the time, if not all the time. Right. So I'm hoping they keep that in, because um, I like that. I do too. It just it puts you in that mind in that that right mindset that you go, all mm -hmm. right, I'm about to. This is going to be a good experience. That's I'm, right. I'm excited. Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank too. <laughs> oh my but goodness. But you won't. But you won't see these on. Um, it, it did specify you won't see these on Last of Us Part Two. Or Ghost of Tsushima because they're still in the PlayStation Four era. So, do we kind of know what we're talking about next week? I, I've got, I've got ideas. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you, sir. I just why you 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 got an idea up your sleeve? No, no, or, I just or what? Uh, I don't. Okay. So it's probably the same kind of things you do. So we'll talk. I don't know why I just decided to ask you that, but when you said ghost of Tsushima, um, last of us I two and all wait. that, I, it, I it, cannot I, wait I, for ghost of Tsushima. I immediately thought 
oh my God, that's like a month away. And then I thought, well, what are we going to do for a month? And then, then I, <laughs> then I said, John, do we have, <laughs> and that's how that happened. Um, yeah. Ubisoft announces a digital event. Ubisoft yeah. is, is, is the latest publisher to announce a digital event in place of E3, the coronavirus haven that would have occurred. The Canup, the company, <laughs> the company has confirmed the event for July. The event will include a quote, fully digital show cl- uh, showcase with exclusive game news reveals and more. The company did not include any announcement for new games to be shown, but Assassin's Creed Valhalla is certainly a sure thing. Maybe this time we'll get actual gameplay. I know that's right, John. We'll touch more on that in just a moment. The event is slated for July 12th. Beyond Good and Evil 2. And Skull and Bones, anyone? Yeah? Yeah? I'd like to see that. Yeah, I would too. I wonder if Skull and Bones is going to be as good as the time I've had on Sea of Thieves so far, John. That's a good question. I, 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 to give you some context, I've been watching uh, one of my favorite streamers, Summit 1G. There are some people mm-hmm. who know who that is just by me saying the name. You may not. But he he recently dove back in, no pun intended, to Sea uh-huh. of Thieves. And um, he was, I did not know that the game had actual missions you could do. Call me dumb. Call me silly. Call me whatever you want to. I did not know that. Well, I don't know that it used to. Well, it does now, and there are special things you can go do that you have to grind for a few hours to get these things done. There's stories that exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's I'm I'm in, and and I gotta yeah. I, I've got to get good because they can recognize if you're a new pirate on a new ship, and they make fun of you, and they sink sink your ship. <laughs> and I don't I don't want that, John. What I want is a Ubisoft announcement mm-hmm. event about a digital thing that's going to happen on July 12th. Yeah, I got to tell you, um, the, and I think that's one thing, um, other than other than the word fundamental, fundamental, I think I start off a lot of sentences with, yeah, I got to tell you. Yeah, you do. I mean, but I, I got to tell you, you do, guys. <laughs> I got to tell you. Um, it it pained me. It pained me when I heard you on the podcast talking about. The new Assassin's Creed. I know, and I said we would talk about that again this week. Yeah, and this is it. This is when you talk about it, John. So this, uh, this is, um, so exciting, dude. I want to play it, and I haven't wanted. I've have. I haven't. Believe it or not, there's probably no excuse for my lack of desire to play like, um, Odyssey and and all that stuff, right? Like I should. I'm an. I call myself a an Assassin's Creed fan. I have two of the most sought after or rarest pops, I think, and Ezio and the, the first guy. I'm going to need those. They're amazing. But, and I played, you know, <laughs> I, I love Assassin's Creed too. It's my favorite of the series. And yet I fell off the wagon and I felt burnout and you kept chugging along and you're getting these great experiences and something's happened to where I'm like, I've got, I cannot wait to see more. I want to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Is there anything about this particular game that make you say yes to this? Uh, Is there any specific detail? um, The fact that there's an axe (laughs) and that the, it's the, the story path that it's taking has always interested me. Right. Yeah. Well, this one in particular, I do like the fact that if you recall from 
uh, Assassin's Creed 2, and they did this a lot with Assassin's Creed 3 as well, the the homestead, if you will. Um, building up your base, your homestead, your, you know, that kind of thing. This is kind of making a return to this uh, particular game. Um, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a lot more intricate and detailed, but um, they did indicate um, that the game is going to be. Can I don't know if it, they said smaller or shorter. Neither is good <laughs> um, than Odyssey, but you know that that is somewhat disappointing. Um, well, well, smaller but, could simply mean the world, right? Well, Odyssey was so large, <laughs> you know. I, I, I to this day I haven't been able to finish it off. But uh, <laughs> 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 yes, so uh, but you know, smaller it is not necessarily a bad thing. Well, you know? that's you it's know, how you, you it's what, how you use it. it you know? you listen, all you're doing right now is repeating what you've heard, you know, for yeah. many years of your life, and that's fine. It happens, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I uh, but I can't wait to, to to see more about this game. So, I mean, I can't wait to hear the excitement of a John being excited about an Assassin's Creed again. There's well, nothing else the like only, it. You know, this is like um Chris's big thing is 2K, the basketball game. We we're never talking about a basketball game ever again, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no problem. Um but this is like the one game where I'm always buying the season pass right off the jump. It just this is the only game that I that comes out that I spend a hundred dollars at launch, so this is good stuff. But speaking of, are, this you, game, are you gonna get the collector's edition? Oh uh, well, not I'm, I'm probably not gonna get a physical. Oh, that's game. right. That's I, right. And I, and that's I, right. And I guess, and you might wait till it gets on computer. I don't know. <laughs> on the computer? Yeah, on no, the computer. Launch, it, it'll launch on PC. Look, so. look at who are you, huh? You know, it's a good thing we cut Chris from the show since we're evolving into a computer show anyway. I think, I think uh, it's, it's, it's a PC. I, I, th- I think it's better that to hear, you know, cause he's already well established in the PC world. I think for the audience, they're going to enjoy you becoming a, a, a full-time card carrying member of the PC master race. Yeah. Hold on. Let me Google the word bios. What's that mean? I didn't, did I tell you, did I, was I talking to you today where I, where I said what I'm going to do and I had to flash the bios or something and you were like, huh? Well, no, I just said that I hadn't, I have not done that yet. Yeah. I mean, Chris did it when that night we put it together. Yeah. He, I talked to him about that today. He said for no, even though he actually, well, actually he missed on your box that it said it was Ryzen 3 um, ready, Ryzen 3000 mm-hmm. ready. Um, he just flashed them anyway. <laughs> he did not need to. That could have bricked your board, by the way. <laughs> and that would have been hilarious considering that he is the reason your wife does not My get, wife. does not get to play Diablo 3 anymore like she used to. That's right. God bless. Hey, that did, still hurts. Does she have a um do you, does she have a switch and you have a switch or how does that work? We together played we played we spent about a month or so playing it every night on Switch. But we would just play it on on the TV. We play it uh, couch you, co-op. You could play yeah, couch co-op with a controller. Controller. Yep. Um, I really, I, I, I did buy Diablo three, you know, last Christmas, last mm-hmm. Christmas, mm-hmm. and I uh, still haven't opened it. I'm ready to do that, but Dude. I need to get inside that. You know what I'm saying, dog? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is when you say inside Xbox. It's 
speaking of inside, <laughs> uh, Xbox has shown off 13 new games coming to Xbox Series X. Xbox came under fire for misleading claims of live gameplay footage, specifically with Ubisoft promising the same thing with AC Valhalla. Valhalla! Odin is with us! Uh, Regardless, here are some of the games announced. Bright Infinite Memory is a hybrid of first-person shooter and action combat that has an episode already available on Steam. Also, you can drive a car, which, (laughs) uh, which happens to look like the DeLorean, if you noticed. Plus, it's all developed by one man. Dude, um, oh. <clears throat> quick quick squirrel moment. Tin, yeah. Tinley and I, just um, for her first time, she watched all three Back to the Futures. Good for her. Just it one, took yeah. It took Aiden 14 years to get around to it. Right. He just watched saying. those a few weeks ago. Um, Call of the Sea, a first person. Did she like it? Loved it. I bet she did. Doc Brown, man. Doc Brown. Uh Call of the Sea, a first-person adventure game set in the 1930s. Explore the South Pacific Island in search of her missing husband. Sean, if you recall this, I can tell you this is probably the one that stood out the most for me, at least one of the one of the one of the two. Um, Chorus is a space combat shooter with aerial acrobatics and precision shooting. You play as Nara, piloting her sentient starfighter. Never mind, Sean, this is my most anticipated from the show. Yep. Scarlet Nexus. An anime-infused action game. You'll play as a psychokinetic Yuito Sumeragi. That is and amazing. Use, and use psychic abilities to wage war. Never mind Chorus or Call of the Sea. This is actually my best, uh, most anticipated. And then finally, Scorn, a first-person horror adventure that mirrors the Alien franchise. Sean, forget all the ones I mentioned previously. Scorn <laughs> is my number one anticipated from that show aside from assassin's creed valhalla, valhalla even though i didn't see any actual gameplay footage like they promised i i bet you i bet you this i don't know if they maybe i shouldn't bet you this but I, do you think they came across some technical issues or do you think they just didn't have gameplay ready because they were having to basically stream the inside xbox they knew that they were gonna have to stream it because when they planned it covid19 was probably already a thing um, I just, I found it very disheartening and underwhelmed. I was underwhelmed, you know, that I didn't get to see things that it was just, it was almost like I was watching the news cycle and guys were bouncing back and forth with their, Hey, and now we're going to go talk to such and such and such and such is talking to this person. And yeah, we got a game. It's going to be great. Here it is. And this is what it looks like. And yeah, Xbox one X. Ugh. You know, it, it occurred to me that Valhalla Valhalla. <laughs> I'm loving this, by the way. Keep this going. I'm thinking that this this would not shock me if they had to delay this game. But on the other hand, um, if this would if this was a normal year, they would be showing this game at E3, and at E3 they always have gameplay footage and even a demo, um, at least a vertical slice of what you're seeing. And the even on the calendar currently, technically E3 is still a month away if it was still being held. Right. So I'm I'm imagining that their timetables <clears throat> were really thrown off. Probably altered a little bit. You're not wrong there. But to be honest, you know, the entire Xbox presentation was was billed as gameplay footage and like certain games like Bright Infinite Memory, you saw a vertical slice of gameplay, but most of it and like Scorn um and chorus 
those were not gameplay footage and, and the entire presentation was billed as gameplay but for the most part you didn't get much of it i mean you, you were so excited you for footage, this you saw in-game footage right. but you never saw real gameplay you were so excited for this that you showed people on discord your, yes your computer <laughs> keyboard and monitor you know and Dude, you, you, I, don't, you don't do that for just anybody no <laughs> i watched the um the whole presentation that day long presentation of them putting um the illustration of valhalla into the valhalla into, i did I, I did that the whole day i just kept clicking on it and looking and seeing how it was progressing i'm really sad um I'm... but i didn't see any remasters on the way from this presentation well so there's that sir there is <laughs> there is one remaster that people should get excited about and that is Diablo 2, huh? That is exciting. I bet your wife plays it, huh? Re- she actually she actually played it on PC back in the day. I know. So she, she'll want to play it again. Um, a mm-hmm. report, John, suggests that we will be getting a remaster of Diablo 2, and it could be coming this year. What? <laughs> the game is believed to be called Diablo 2 Resurrected. I don't it, get it. Well, because, you know, a resurrection is. <laughs> uh, it's apparently going to launch in quarter four of 2020. That would be the last, um, uh, what is it, few months of the year, people? Yes. Act, <laughs> Act, Act 2 Gaming, which is the reporter of this news, has correctly predicted Overwatch 2, Diablo 4, and World of Warcraft Shadowlands. So take it to the bank. The article cites, quote, sources close to the studio. Did so, you play Diablo 2? Uh, no, I've only ever played Diablo 3. So good. I will be playing. Dude, there is something about Diablo that I love to death. Yeah. I, I've, been, uh, I've come close to purchasing it on PC, but I haven't done that yet. What, Diablo Probably 3? <laughs> Diablo 3 or what? Diablo 3, yeah. Dude, so when I finish my build that's in the works, let us play Diablo 3 together, huh? But we have it on Switch. I know. <laughs> but I, I kind of, I've, I missed you, so I started thinking about the things that you do, and one of the things is you buy a game 47 times on different consoles. So That's the rumor, yeah. That stuck to my heart, and now I want to do that thing and share it with you. Yeah, I've almost bought... Dying Light on PC. <laughs> and just today I saw that Assassin's Creed Odyssey was on sale. But I, I was like, on, on Steam? Stop. How uh, much is yeah. it? Uh wait, it's not on Steam. It's on the it is on yeah. it's on it's on Green Man Gaming. For like uh uh Green Man Gaming sells you Steam codes. But um look I think at you. They've got Odyssey on there for $14, which is a man so a, worth it. A man just a mere few months ago would not have uttered the sentence that you just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a curse. But listen, be careful out there surfing on your computer. You don't want to get any viruses, okay? Well, speaking of viruses, Activision Blizzard <laughs> has confirmed that the next premium Call of Duty is on track to release later this year. The COO for the coup 
Daniel Allegre spoke with investors to share Q1 results where he confirmed that the game was still coming despite much development transitioning to work from home status. <clears throat> I'm just going to pretend like the audience understood that sentence. He further indicated that last year's Call of Duty has been a massive success, particularly in recent months, and Warzone has reached 60 million players. So I got a, I got a friend that I play uh, Division 2 with, <clears throat> And before he gets on Division 2, he's playing Warzone. Um, so it's... Uh, and then I think you're... Are you still playing Warzone? Uh, yes. Uh, I, the short answer is yes. I, I haven't played a true <laughs> video game in in a while other than Minecraft. It's been a while? Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I'm getting settled. Um, I still don't like the way my room is set up. But I, the Xbox, like I said, Sea of Thieves, I played last night till 1 in the morning. Um, and everything's hooked up now, so uh-huh. we should be getting back into to gameage. We should. So, just going into Game Pass right now, and I'm just gonna download Sea of Thieves. You should just do it. Just it, it'll feel great. You'll be okay. And what you gotta do? This is what we gotta <laughs> do. You gotta go through the first uh the first island and go on your maiden voyage. Uh huh. That's right, John. And then, uh, then we can link up. I think. Okay. Oh, you're gonna look. Do you like piratey stuff? No, I I played the game. Oh, so you know for, what I want to oh. for, for a couple of nights, and I couldn't. It had that. It had that charming art style. It was so beautiful. It was like. It was like what um, Wind Waker would have yes. looked like yes. had it been developed today. Yes, and and I love the, the, the low. The the low music bed of the piratey music, and I love how it frames. I don't I don't know if it did this when you played it, but as you go up to the ship, this frame kind of comes out, and it 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 shows you your your ship in a frame, and I don't know the sunset, it just everything like killing a chicken with a sword, all all this stuff is is it it just it's really really nice. So I'm glad that you're going there to click that. The well, it's going to be nice to make a return. Yeah, I was going to, to also say something about you returning. So, uh, great minds <laughs> uh, will be just like Tony Hawk when he returns uh, to the video game world. That's right. This uh, this has got a lot of people excited. Activision has announced that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 will be coming this year. Uh, and it will be a combo pack featuring both titles in one. I misread the story and thought that the remake would be 1 and 2 and be just one game. So if if you got this down different, that clarifies that for me. Um, also, the game is being developed by Vicarious Visions. Uh, they are the developers behind the Crash Bandicoot. I just like saying "coot." Uh, remaster. <laughs> the game will be released on PS4, Xbox One, and PC via the Epic Game Store, which I deleted that app. I don't know why I did that recently on my real computer. The game will feature new moves uh, not featured in the original game, like reverts. Uh, I am not a skateboarder, so I do not know what a revert is, but some of you may. The game was given the original handling code, uh, which will help the player when it comes to muscle memory from playing the game before. Also, IGN had a really cool comparison of of how the game's going to look now. Obviously, it's going to look better, but from specific events that were in the original games versus how they look now, it's a very cool kind of side-by-side comparison on that. And uh, like I said, there's a lot of people very excited about this. Did you ever play any of the Tony Hawk games, John? No, I did not. But believe it or not, I spent hours 
and hours watching my roommate play. <laughs> it was the same way. I had a girlfriend at the time, and her um her brother played it, and uh, I really would just watch. It was a game you could just kind of post up with some chips mm-hmm. or, or in a drink and just hang out and watch. It was it was so fun to watch, and the music was always so so solid with it. Um, but it was kind of intoxicating to just sort of watch, you know, all the stunts and everything. And plus, I think um, my kid Aiden would um, enjoy this. He had an old copy of Skate 3. Yeah. And he, he used to play it all the time. Um, so I think he might be excited for something like this. He might dig it. I don't think he knows anything about the series, but, um, but I think. Well, he, he know he, if, he, if he's into Skate or knows anything about Skate, almost everybody knows Tony Hawk. Yeah. Um, and, and it won't take him long to realize why people loved uh, the Tony Hawk series. Um, just saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. No, I do. The, uh, the next piece of news makes me extremely happy and excited, John. You should be because you, sir, I'm going to play our Iron Man. <laughs> I love you. 3000 <laughs> Marvel's Iron Man has been given a new release date after the recent delay. The game is now set to arrive on PlayStation four slash PSVR on July 3rd, 2020. No further details were given, but fans have been promised more details in the coming weeks. So uh, you will be covering this yes. on the show. Yes. Um, that's a that's a no-brainer. I'm going to be I'll Iron be- Man, John. Yeah. I'll put on the, glo- the glove and snap if I got to. <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> I got to watch that movie again. Dude, I, the wife will not watch it. She She went out and read what happens at the end. And I've tried everything oh, from saying, listen, remember how you felt at the end of Infinity War, right? And how mm-hmm. just you, you needed and you lusted for revenge immediately. I said, what if I told you that the beginning of Endgame, you, you need that? And she was like, what? I was like, exactly. <laughs> and I said, and then I'll tell you what you think you know happens, what, in the last 15, 20 minutes? I said, you can stop it. Get to that point. Stop it. I said, but that that final battle is literally one of the greatest things I've ever seen on a cinematic scale of, of my entire life. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I agree. Just, com- just literally coming out of my seat, like screaming, fist pumping. Oh, my God. Amazingness, dude. When when Do you think we can talk about it a little bit? If I say dude. like when Doctor Strange's holes start opening up and everything? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> Dude. Or when, you know, when Cap picks something up, you know? Oh, man. Dude, nothing's better than that, dude. But uh, My favorite my favorite moment is when the holes open up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you see... Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. John. 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 Where he's going to... John. Get. Oh, no. Oh, no. John, what? Okay, he's there. <laughs> it it did a thing when uh, you said when you said when the holes open up, it's like you went into a hole. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Go watch the movie. Get yes. your wife to watch the movie. I can't, dude. She's she 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 quote unquote loves Captain America and Iron Man, and I said, well, this is this is not the best movie for you in the end, but it it's amazing. I cried like a baby. Yep. I'm just saying. So. <clears throat> and we, and John, I don't know if you listen, but we just say finally this week. Cause you know what? We don't have a fancy board. 
and it's just it's a new thing. It's a duo, the greatest duo in video game podcast history is here. Okay? And we just do what we want. And we say, finally this week. Say it with me, John. Finally. John? Sean? John? Sean? Did I go away? I can hear you. I can hear you too. <laughs> I told you to say, I... I told you to say finally this week. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> finally this week. Elder Scrolls Six is uh, Elder Elder Scrotum Six is years <laughs> away. Uh, Pete Hines, which is one of my favorite people at Bethesda. I don't know about you, John, but I like the Pete Hines. I like uh, the guy. Has set expectations to not expect news on a new Elder Scrolls game until years from now. If it's truly six years away, I'll be in my mid forties, and that will not be cool. Uh, responding <laughs> to a tweet, Hines was perfectly clear, stating. Uh, quote, it's after Starfield, which you pretty much know nothing about. So if you're coming at me for details now and not years from now, uh, I'm failing to properly properly manage your expectations. End quote. That's a heck of a comeback. So uh, salty. Yeah, a little salty sauce. Uh, Bethesda <laughs> is planning to bring news later this year on Deathloop and Ghostwire um, Tokyo, even though there will be no uh, digital event this year. Yeah, it was so dumb when they announced a, what, screenshot of the world of Elder Scrolls Six. It's almost like they were saying, look, we already know, you don't know, but we know Fallout 76 is going to blow. <laughs> so just so you know, this is coming in 2026. And John, yeah, uh, are you excited... <laughs> Are you excited about Starfield, which we don't know about? I still am. I don't know anything. I don't know anything to be excited about. I don't know what it is. Or... I just like the logo. It's science fiction, right? I, I don't know. I just know, you know, it's much like a book. Like there could be a, 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 a brilliant book, but if, the, if they don't get a good cover for the book, and they say you can't judge a book by a cover, but dang it, I do. That's a load of crap. I, is this usually when music starts fading in when you listen to the post-production show and we go into... And then that, when that music stops, we say emails, right? That's what I did last week. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how we do it. So, we are going to once again not wrap this up, huh? Never. What? <laughs> I don't I don't know if that sounded good or not, but I know it is louder than the last stuff that we did. Um but yeah, this is the part of the show where we uh read emails and go over our Twitter and interact with our users. Um if you want to be a part of that, you can always email us at weekly games chat or to weekly games chat at gmail.com and later on we'll tell you about our Twitter. Uh, up first, John has an email from, what is it, Raska, John? Raska? Raska Karn. Nice. Uh, real quick, man, listening to episode 255 right now, and just wanted to say thanks, bud. 
solo or with friends, you have a loyal listener here in California. I never fan out and write letters to podcasts, but this podcast is I'm always down to hear you chop it up about whatever like games, your day or your family, whatever it ends up being. I'll listen. Jamie from California. That's awesome. Uh, uh, you, thank you, you for that. I didn't know that you, uh, the way you pronounce Roscoe was Jamie. <laughs> well, that's what, <laughs> but, uh, that is completely awesome. Um, uh, again, if you listen, you knew that at the last moment, John and I decided, yeah, man, if you feel like it, go ahead and do a show to give him something because it was a weird <laughs> time in which, Something came up for him. The show was, the, it was the next week after not having a guy or having, you know, a guy left. And there was a lot of emotion that Chris left behind. Uh, he, we did not know he was going to do that, by the way. Did you, John? And we haven't talked about this. No, I didn't. I was, I was seriously busted up a little bit. I don't know if you were, but it was, he got us. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for the write in and fanboy out some more, you know, um, or fangirl out. If you're listening, I, we love hearing from you guys and we hope it continues because um, we're going to have fun with your emails. You know what I'm saying? This next one is from Chris and it's titled Quickie. Yeah. Um, I got to I gotta bring this over here. The good thing about Windows, John, is you can literally drag the window to another screen. How cool is that, huh? Amazing. Um, it's from Chris. He says, hey, Sean, thanks for the Quickie awesome show. That's how they like it. I'm glad you put something on, and otherwise we would have been scared that the weekly game chat we know and love uh, would have been gone. Keep up the great work, John. Hopefully everything is okay with your friend. See you guys next Wednesday, which is today. Looking forward to it. Thank you. We were looking forward to uh, forward to it as well, and I think it's been a fantastic episode. We're approaching two hours all by our lonesomes, John. It's been it's great. Been miserable. <laughs> it's been terrible. This is not going to be okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Whoa, whoa. All right, John, you're up, I think, with the the last email. All right, this one is from Dan. Just heard this week's podcast and have to do and have to doth my cap to you, Sean, for maintaining the content. You did a great job. John, I hope you and your friend are better or at least at peace. Love from across the pond to you both. Sean, I come from the seaside town of Folkestone in the UK. That is awesome. I know you both will absolutely smash it in whatever you form you decide is best going forward. Just like the current situation around the world, WGC shouldn't look to replicate what it once was, but to make the best of what it will become in well the future. Said. Well said. Yeah. You both have great banter, charisma, and a truly interesting and insightful take on games and game-related news. I still cannot wait to wake up on a Wednesday and get my new installment from my bros. Sean and John. I love being bros. That's right. You mentioned about possibly doing some live streams uh, of the podcast and doing more Twitch streaming, which I would be keen as mustard for, uh, though. I am happy listening or watching anything you guys put out. That's what she said. (laughs) Finally, just wanted to give you both a great big internet chest bash and fist bump and simply say, I love you guys. You're awesome. And and you keep... uh, being you and doing what you like doing, then we will all continue to follow and support you. Is there anything to worry about for weekly games chat? Nine. We didn't even plan to do that. That's why we're awesome. <laughs> uh, and that's going to be, I think that's the last email from listeners for this past week and episode. Uh, just again, if you want to write in, you do that at weekly games chat at gmail.com. We're going to pivot over, over to uh, the Twitter and let's pivot. see. Pivot. 
and let's see what we got. I know we got some new follows um, from Patrick Dixon. Uh, thanks for doing the show. Understand why John couldn't make it. Look forward to his return. Great to keep the schedule moving. You did a great job for uh, first solo. Look forward to you going full pump up in the volume. Yes. Um, what's really funny is last week I recorded myself super hot from an audio standpoint. And this week I think we're a little low, but we're going to get it right. Um, let's see. Uh, Crispy Bacon said, sad it wasn't a full-on episode, but I enjoyed it. Great job, Sean. The squirrel moments were fun. There were a lot of those. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, fan, new fan of the show, Chris said, wait, we were in a spelling bee? Because apparently nice. I was talking about uh, fundraising, and I mentioned we were in a spelling bee, not a um, – what, what were we in, John? <laughs> uh, what was that? <laughs> it wasn't a spelling bee. It was a, like a knowledge bee thing. Trivia bee. Trivia. <laughs> trivia bee. Uh, That's hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. Um, uh, Mr. Um, – Maidson said that at that time he was looking forward to the episode. He couldn't wait to see how we ran with things as we transitioned into the future. The future. I'm not going to lie. Last week's uh, show definitely hit the feels and it'll be uh, definitely weird without Chris. Um, but you guys got this game on. Thank you for those words of encouragement. We actually, we, we need those. We like them. All that stuff. Uh, we, we heard from old uh, Nat the Gooner who also was across the pond. On a DM on the Twitter, which, again, you can do. Uh, Nice job, Sean, with this week's solo pod. Um, I'm I'm repainting the garage floor whilst listening to it. The floor doesn't really need repainting, but I'm running out of jobs to keep me busy. I finally moved on from Red Dead 2, so I tried Red Dead 1 on PS Now, but it was streamed at 720p, and I couldn't put up with it, so I gave up and bought The Last of Us Remastered for 899 euros. I think that's what that symbol means. Instead... How much is that in dollars, John? <laughs> in dollars. I never played no it, idea. Never played it before. I'm about five hours in, and it seems pretty good so far, but the gameplay seems a bit basic and clunky in places. Maybe um, a bit of, quote, style over substance. I think it'll get better as I, as I get further in. That's what she said. Um, l- looking forward <laughs> to whatever you guys do with the pod. The banter is great, and I'd be quite happy if you didn't do one massive topic review each week. Maybe 10 or 15 minutes on what each of you have been playing that week would be fine with me. That's pretty cool, Nat. Thanks for that. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, um, <clears throat> Last of Us 2 trailer over here in UK. Ivor is a Welsh name, maybe um, oh, re- re- referring to the Last of Us 2 trailer. Over here in the UK, Ivor is a Welsh name, maybe Celtic in Oregon. In origin, sorry, Oregon. Thanks, chaps. No, thank you, Nat. He did follow up with a – he finished The Last of Us Remastered. It got better as it went along. <laughs> uh, quite simplistic and repetitive gameplay, but a top-notch story. He said he'd give it currently an 8 out of 10 Richards, but if it, he had gotten this in 2013, it probably would be a 9. So that's pretty yes. cool, huh? Uh, yes. And to, to do this, let's see. We have... Uh, we got a couple new follows at Swayhe. Or Sway... Yeah, Sway. Um, giving you a follow. Thank you for following back. And apparently you go live on Twitch, which is cool. Um, I like supporting the folks on the Twitch. Um, also at um, Kamikaze Warlord, or just Mike, thank you for the follow, following you back. That's an awesome name, I think. Kamikaze Warlord. And that's it for the Twitter this week. Um, if you want to be a part of that conversation, you just go over to the Twitter 
app or on your computer and you look for weekly games chat and you can send us a direct message or mention us in a I'm I'm trying to tell you what you do on Twitter and if you do that you you're like shut up Sean we know how to work Twitter. <laughs> anyway, um thank you guys for interacting with us. Again, we also have a Discord, don't we John? John popped in. He's been in there a lot recently. It's cool to see you in there, John. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's like that's all I got. Um yeah, those are the ways that we reach out and touch you guys on a virtual level. Was that appropriate? I don't know. It's probably fine. It's so appropriate. It's probably fine. But um I think that's going to be it. And I need uh, – John, we do have fans who love Tinley's um, peace out, everybody, thing that she bring says. Bring her in. I know. I got to bring her in. <laughs> um, I got to say, come here. I don't want to holler. So she should be excited. She's unpeeped her head in like four times. Is it time for me to say peace out, everybody? <laughs> but um, – we're approaching two hours, John. So I will simply t- tell you thank you. It's so good to have you back. And moving forward, we're going to rock this thing out, I think, dude. I really do. You got nothing? Is we, this when you go quiet? We, we, <laughs> we might do okay. We might do okay. We'll be all right. Um, Your performance has me really very concerned. I but, know. Um, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Listen, we'll see how it goes. We'll fix that. Um, I'll, I'll do better in person. And, uh, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Well, in all seriousness, though, um, Sean, thank you for we were we were this close to just not doing the show last week. I appreciate you just saying, you know what? It's got to be done. I appreciate you doing that. Well, we we did talk. And I when I hung up with you the first time, I was I was cool with putting a message out and saying, look, we're going to take a week and chill. But as the day went on, I was like, man, I, let's just give them a little something. And it was just a little something. So hopefully they got their, um, you know their taste buds were fantastically, you know, satisfied with this episode now approaching, like I said, the two hour mark, which is what they're used to. Well, I was salivating. I can tell you that. (laughs) Well, um, we'll end it. We'll end it here, man. I'm going to just tell you, uh, game on John game on Sean. Uh, Tinley's not here. So that (laughs) sucks. Uh, Um, she's not coming to the, where she needs to be. (laughs) <laughs> this is going to be a big letdown. One weekend, and you know what's going to happen? I'm going to end it, and she's going to come in and say, yeah. And then it's not going to be a thing. But and she's going to cry. She's going to cry. I'm going to be like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. What do you want to With that, I'll just say peace out, everybody. That's how we're going.